Welcome to the People's Sports Podcast. I'm Charlotte Wilder. He's Mark Titus. We are back. It was the one weekend in two months that we are not at a college football game together, but you were at one without me. How was your was. weekend, Mark? I had a great weekend. Uh, Ohio State won. We were losing 7 nothing to Akron, and I was in the building for that, and uh, we were favored by like 7,000 points, and Akron marched down the field and took a 7 nothing lead, and... <laughs> I was having flashbacks to two weeks earlier, Charlotte, when I was like, I, should I leave? Is it time for me to leave? Uh, I, I, I bit my, my lip, I bit my bottom lip, just toughed it out. And I said, we're going to, we're going to stick around. We're going to see this through. Uh, and then, Ohio, and then what was supposed to happen happened and, and we blew Akron out, but it was for about five minutes. It was a little dicey there. I want to talk about something else though, because, okay. um, I have some good news and some bad news as it pertains to this show. Oh, God. All right. And, I don't know which I want first. What do you want to tell me first? Uh, maybe maybe we do the bad news first. Get yeah, get that out of the way. <laughs> the bad news is this. Uh, I was talking to a friend over the weekend, um, and he, he was texting me. Uh, his name is Colin Kaepernick, and he uh, famously plays catch with Aaron Rodgers. And he told me, <laughs> breaking news, that I'm ready to now break here on the People's Sports Podcast. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is not retiring. It's just ah, not. It's not happening this year, God Charlotte. Damn it! Colin told you that. <laughs> yeah, he told me. Yeah, Cap. Who, hold, hold on. Can I just? Have, are you sure it wasn't Cat? Are you sure it wasn't Carl Anthony Towns who's texting you? I don't know. I put it in my phone. <laughs> it's. It was just a number in my phone that was just K. It just says K. And yeah, then I forgot yeah. the last letter. I forgot. I didn't. I didn't know which one. Um, but I got a text from the number, and it said, Aaron Rodgers not retiring. Uh, that is the bad news. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, um, we, w what we feared the most is is playing out here, which is that. What is still, it? He looks happier playing yeah, football than yeah. he's ever looked before in his entire he's life. Like, he's like hugging coaches and teammates on the sidelines. He's fist pumping. They're, you know, Mason Crosby hits the game-winning field goal, and he's <laughs> jumping up and down with joy. And I'm the shedding a tear of, yeah. just thinking – you're supposed to be doing this thinking about Hawaii, Aaron. What are we doing? He's not retired. I don't think we've Damn. ever been so wrong about something. We've been wrong yeah. about a lot of things. Like we, I, I think we were even more wrong about Aaron Rodgers retiring than we were about the rules of hockey, which is really mm -hmm. saying something. But the fact that also the fact that it was Mason Crosby, the famous kick misser who who makes the kick, <laughs> and I mean this is just like Bears fans must be devastated right now. But uh, yeah. and and then. I, you know, that was my thought, Mark, is that when I saw Aaron Rodgers jumping up and down on the sidelines, pumping his fist, I, for, my first thought was, I don't think I've ever seen him this happy in, in, like, in his career. Ever. Like, he won a Super Bowl, <laughs> and that was the happiest I've seen him. And then my second thought was, like, doesn't seem like he's, he's gonna hang up his it cleats doesn't seem like he's gonna hang up. Uh, should we, <laughs> pardon me? <laughs> so here's the good news. The good news yeah. I was going to say is that, um, Aaron Rodgers is still playing football and he is the most fun football player to watch. Maybe that's ever lived at least for like my personal opinion. I have, I enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers play football than anyone else that, that I've ever watched play football before. Um, so I really like that part is, is I'm like, this isn't a bad consolation prize that I get to no. watch him be awesome. And, uh, have, have, how do you feel about his hair? Have we talked about his hair on the show yet? Not enough, but I do want to say anytime that I see Aaron Rodgers mount an insane last, you know, 30, what did he, he hit 37 seconds to win the game yeah, and he got them close seconds. enough. Yeah. yeah. He, whenever I see him do something like that, I think of you because you did, you've said many times, like he's your most favorite. He's like the most fun yeah. to watch play. And, and he is, and, and I kind of think I'm going to spin zone this for a second. I kind of think that our being convinced 
that he was going to retire made him playing well there we go. that much more fun. There okay. you go. Because we, we, we had such low expectations, especially after week one, where we were like, oh, it's done. He's going to quit after week seven. Now his playing this well and being this like magnetic to watch, it's just like, oh, not only were we wrong, we were so wrong that it's fun. <laughs> No, no, no. We we were right. I'm just still trying to figure out how we were right. Uh, I like <laughs> yeah, your train of thought. We were maybe, right that way. <laughs> maybe Aaron Rodgers 1.0 retired. Who we're seeing now is Aaron 2.0, who yes. uh, after getting engaged has reevaluated his life. He he realizes that football should be fun, and he's like all this stuff I've worried about my whole life. Uh, it's nonsense. So so he didn't want to retire from the game. What he wanted to retire from was the business part of football, Charlotte. <laughs> And he's still now. Now the guy we see out there is just a kid who loves the game. <laughs> I can't handle you right and now. That is full like circle. not. <laughs> he's back in Northern California playing last night against the 49ers, his childhood team. And uh, that, finally that's what we beats saw. him. Finally yeah. beats him. Gets him back. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that we saw. You no, know, here it is. Here it is. Aaron Rodgers. The Aaron Rodgers we knew retired. This is the reincarnated Aaron Rodgers who. Yeah, you know, maybe he maybe he even doesn't like look at his bank accounts. Maybe the business yes. part, he's like, I yes. am I am out, I'm all in. This is a spiritual journey. Shailene, his fiance, very spiritual. Yes. Um and in terms of his hair, I think that's part of it. I think that's a part of his rebirth, his rebranding. Uh it looks, I'm not gonna lie, a uh, little straggly. Disheveled. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a kind way to put it. But when you play that well, it makes anything look good. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, there's a, there. It, it's it's we talked about this already. It's sort of a handsome heat check that he's pulling here. It's just, he really it's just is. like, I'm I'm Aaron Rodgers. I can get away with anything, and that includes having ratty. I, the long hair is not the problem. It's that he obviously takes zero care of the hair. Yeah, that he like, hasn't <laughs> washed it in four weeks, and he doesn't it. own a comb. That's the issue. Like he could, it could. Did you see the uh, the State Farm commercial where he's like the rock star with oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Jake? Yeah. And so his hair in that. They clearly groomed him. Like, it's pulled back yeah. into a half bun. It looks really good. Right. I was like, hmm, okay. And then you see him on the field, and you're like, oh, so it's possible you're just not doing it. Yes. that's. Uh, <laughs> you ask him what products he uses, he says water. And you're like, yeah, what else? And he's like, that's sweat. Sweat. <laughs> sweat. Sweat and water. Sometimes I'll spit it in my hands and slick it back, and that's the... <laughs> so, Mark, if Aaron Rodgers isn't retiring, what's our next retirement watch? Um... That's a great question. It, I, I want to still make it Aaron Rodgers, honestly. Okay. If I'm being, if I'm being, <laughs> my tendency, as we've talked about ad nauseum, is uh, instead of saying, you know, that's part of being in sports journalism is you don't want to say, or whatever whatever it is that we're doing here. It's not journalism, but uh, where, you don't want to say I was wrong. You want to say mm -hmm. I was right. I just don't know how yet. And I'm trying to think of how, like maybe maybe it was like he was, like he, he was so excited because – Here's a spin zone for you, Charlotte. <laughs> Wasn't it a little bizarre that Aaron Rodgers was, uh, we're, we're in week three, and he's fist pumping, and he's like losing his mind on the sideline? This is a man mm. that's won a Super Bowl. This is a man that's won MVPs. He's, he's done all there is to do in football. Why is he losing his mind about a week three game? And I'll tell you why. Perhaps, uh, perhaps, just throwing it out there, spitballing here. Um, this was the last we saw of Aaron Rodgers. He decided wow. that he was going to he was going to come full circle on draft day. He was asked about the 49ers passing on him. How much do you think? How much does it hurt you that you will not play for the 49ers? And he said, "Not as much as it's going to hurt them that they didn't draft me." That was his that was his quote. Mm -hmm. So what if this was just full circle? He's going back home to Northern California mm -hmm. to play the 49ers. 
and uh, this was always his plan was just to come back to beat them in in not San Francisco, but wherever the hell the stadium is. It's like Santa two hours south of garbage. Yeah, yeah, it's like Santa Barbara. <laughs> Going back to yeah, like Bakersfield to Going be back to LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and now that he was so he was so happy on the side because he knew this was it. He pulled it off. Mason Crosby hits the game winning field goal, and Aaron Rodgers is done, and he's he's off into the sunset. And I think the announcement we're going to get from him could happen at any time. It could happen as we're doing the show. I don't know. Okay, we might get the announcement. He's done. That's all so, he wanted. All right, before I figure out how we're going to spin some this in week four when he hasn't retired, let me just say real quick, I think that you could be right because of his quote at the end, which he said, what did he say? Football, it's hard not to be romantic about football. It's or like football's romantic. romantic. Yeah. I mean, that sounds quote. like a guy who's ready that to ride like off into the yeah. sunset. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hear yes. us out. <laughs> God, all I want in the world, all I want is for Aaron Rodgers on like Wednesday to be like, that's it, yeah. I'm done. We will, like, we will never have been... I, I have to oh. say, yeah, I know. The, the, the part of me, though, that, that would be excited about uh, being right or, like, thinking this was a possibility or whatever, um, I, I I still think I want him to play. I think yeah, like, I don't watch, want to watch stop him watching him play, him play Yeah, football. watching him play, I was like, yeah, I don't want him to retire. This is awesome. This guy's awesome. He's unbelievable. Yeah, like, he's which so is saying good. something. Like, if our commitment to a bit, if we are willing to put someone's athletic ability before our commitment to a bit, that means he's got to be pretty good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm here very, for it. Uh, so I will. I will punt on Aaron Rodgers uh, for now. I don't know. I will. Mm, see what you did I won't there. punt. You know what I'll do is I'm going to take a delay of game and move it back five <laughs> yards, and then we're going to reassess. I'm going to give okay. my punter more room to work with. I'm not ready what, to okay. punt yet. Uh, do you want to talk about? Oh no, we'll not timeout. <laughs> maybe maybe take a delay of game. Um, the I'm going to run watch, down the clock. I'm going to run down the clock. You know what the real answer is? The retirement watch that we should be locked in on is Urban Meyer. I, I have a, I have a vested interest in Urban Meyer because I'm I went to Ohio State and I remember yeah. cheering for him as or his teams at least. I I was never a huge Urban Meyer fan. That that was always a weird one for me. It was always like He's oh I don't love the guy, but damn it. I love he winning. <laughs> he love winning, and he does it. I love looking up at the scoreboard. The number next to Ohio State is greater than the number next to that other team, and that's pretty damn cool. Um. So I, I kind of have a vested interest in how the, the, the Jaguar situation checks out. Do you care? Do, do, do people care about it? Because I, I do feel like people are sort of talking about this. So like every time there seems like to be a new quote that comes out that Urban Meyer, I forget who he's talking to, that said it uh, feels like we're playing Alabama every week. And uh, <laughs> there, there, there are other reporters I'm seeing that like everything they're talking, all their sources out of Jacksonville are telling them it's like a kind of a train wreck and it's a mm -hmm. yeah, whatever. So I'm seeing a lot of it, but I also understand that I might just live in a bubble where like Urban Meyer news will get to me more so than it will to you, you know? No, I care about it. First of all, his quotes are pretty funny. He was like, you know, everyone go to sleep knowing there's no one working harder to flip this thing. And I was like, it's what? <laughs> What? I was like, is that me trying, like, are you trying to move a mattress? Like, what's going on here? But I care because I get very invested in rookie quarterbacks. I, I love, like, Trevor Lawrence, I really would love to see him be great. And I would yeah. love to see him be put in a position to be great. And, you know, like, I got very attached to Joe Burrow last year, um, which makes me very excited to go to LSU this uh, coming week. But, you know, I think these these ki they're kids. They're so young still when they go into the NFL. And they have so much potential that, that when they go to the worst team, I know that's how it works. Like, I know that's how professional sports work. Mm -hmm. If you're a bad team, you get to pick first. You get the best guy. It is still deeply frustrating to me. So uh, I, I 
I would love to see a win. I would love to see a game where Trevor Lawrence just like pops off, has a game of his life, and then even if Urban retires after week eight, like at least we got that one. I think people are invested because Trevor Lawrence has been the storyline of college football and the NFL for the past three years. Yeah. So I, yeah, I yeah, I yeah. do care. In you, so that you're, sense. you're yeah, you're invested in that part too. Yeah, of of the Trevor. I, I have I have a, a a red hot Trevor Lawrence take that oh uh, I I developed. About 15 minutes ago. All right, let's, let's <laughs> when I, I saw a picture of Trevor Lawrence on Instagram dapping up JJ Watt after the Cardinals <laughs> and, and Jaguars played. Mm-hmm. And Trevor Lawrence is jacked out of his mind. He's got just huge arms. I mean, I guess like for football really? standards, for football standards, I guess they're not like, you know, he doesn't look like Aaron. No one's mistaken him for Aaron Donald, but um, he's got, he's got very big, he, he lifts weights. We'll put it that way. He's, right. he's a okay. weightlifter. And yeah. it turned me off, Charlie, because I started thinking about it, and I was like, Aaron Rodgers looks disheveled. He looks like uh, – I mean, we saw we saw him shirtless this summer, and the, the sure man did. won the MVP. And he looks – I mean, like, honestly, I'm not even saying this as a bit. I, I genuinely think that I might have a better physique than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> um, meanwhile, you have Tom Brady. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this guy um, who – you know he's 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 got a lot of great work done. This man, the TB12 method is is pretty. You know it's it, it, it the results speak for himself. You would not mistake Tom Brady for a fitness model, even as as handsome as he has become, and and you know all the work he's done. He's not in, he's not in like the greatest shape. You know I'm thinking mm-hmm. about like like Drew Brees. I guess was kind of so. My question I started thinking about it. Is is there some, like Eli Manning, Peyton Manning? These are these were schlubbier dudes that like had. Yeah, I love you know, the schlubby quarter. Give me a schlubby quarterback I'm watching, any day. I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching Justin Herbert play, and he's in. Like, I don't mean to suggest that Justin Herbert is not in great shape, but Justin Herbert again, you're not mistaking him for. He's not on the cover of Men's Fitness, like whatever. And I was like, is there something to this, Charlotte? Is there something to playing quarterback huh. that you don't want to be jet? You don't want the pythons out when you're playing quarterback, right? I don't know. I was yeah. thinking about it. I'm going to, I, I'm not ready to, so I, I think Trevor Lawrence should stop lifting weights. That's my, no, let's work on that. Let's let, yeah, I think that maybe he'd be better. I, I think that there is something so unbelievably endearing about a quarterback who has, it's not a dad bod, but it's, it's dad strength. And it's yes. like a slight level of what it is, is it's the ability to be so great and also not care quite it's relatable. They're relatable. They're these yes. they're these people that you look at and you're like, oh, I kind of know someone who looks like that. You look at Trevor Lawrence and you're like, from the hair to the body to yes. like he's it's like a you know he's a blonde Ken doll and sort of very he's I once compared him to a beautiful Afghan hound. You know, like he's a, <laughs> he's he's best in show. Maybe he needs to be a little bit more um, a man of the people. And That's then what I'm wondering. I think you might be onto something. That's what I'm wondering. The the one thing, the one hiccup I have in this theory that I again just came up with 15 minutes ago. Is, yeah. Uh, Drew Brees. The one hiccup. To, yeah. Tell me. Yeah, the tell one me the hiccup. one hiccup. Uh, with it. Drew Brees. I just thought of him. He's got. He had the big vi- bicep vein. But I, now yeah. I'm like, I'm wondering, was Drew Brees jacked or was he just like, did he just have not a lot of body fat? Because there's a difference. There's a. T- <laughs> was Drew Brees really I, I, that strong or was he just like? skinny and he had the bicep i don't know i i, I no, Drew Brees forget i said anything forget i said anything i gotta go back to the uh the to the lab go back to one. the drawing board i'm yeah. gonna end this one with drew Brees was, was jack, jack. okay drew Brees <laughs> was jack um speaking of uh 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 justin herbert because i mentioned justin herbert can we do way. it can we yeah. do it is it is yeah. it time i had an idea for a bit i want to do on the show called Let's uh do it. this just in 
This Justin. Or this Justin. Because this uh, Justin. we wanted to talk about all the stuff going on in the NFL. And honestly, outside of Aaron Rodgers um, and Tom Brady's coming back, but that's next week. Tom Brady coming back to Foxborough. I do have, more... I do have, I have a few things that I need to say about Tom Brady returning to Foxborough before it happens. And I don't want to do it yet. So let's do this. Okay. Let's just, yeah. Well, let's that, do this, know, Justin. Like, and then I'm, I'm going to have a quick meltdown and then we'll move on. That'll be, else. that'll be interesting, you know, Sunday. But in looking back yeah. on what happened this weekend, uh, there, there, there was a lot of Justin talk. And I was like, we should do a segment where we just talk about the, this just in. This well, Justin. you said, it's I just want to give you a shout out because you said in our group chat we should do a segment called this quote this just in and then everybody else was like oh yeah like as in this mm -hmm. just in and you were like right, right. that was that's the, the joke bit. yes thank you thank you for uh, repeating my joke back to and me and I everybody. enjoyed that greatly I took I really liked reading all of the text uh, um, but I also think we could call it it's just in time so just in. it's just in time so which just in, let's start with Herbert. Let's start with Justin. Okay, Herbert. yeah, we can start with Justin because Justin Herbert is uh sort of, J Justin Herbert's amazing. I I guess Incredible. we start with that. He is uh the the I, I want to talk because I watched this game on a flight. I went to Columbus. I was back uh, flying back to to L A. and I'm on a plane watching the Chargers and the the Chiefs, which uh is more like I I understand now why people talk about watching games on a plane because it really mm -hmm. does feel like I'm part of I'm I'm sort of an athlete trying to figure out how the Wi-Fi can work and what app I yes, can use same. to watch. Yes, you know what I mean. I've always wondered. I've never really flown during football season like this before until this year, and uh, I, I just I remember how many times I've heard like other podcasters I listen to talk about like games they've watched on a plane. I was like, who cares about? It? And then I did it myself. I was like, oh, I get it. Because it feels like a triumph that I got it's it to work. It's special. It's yeah. special. I watched I watched the Alabama game last week on the way back from Norman, Oklahoma. We left that afternoon. I watched the Alabama game on an airplane, and I was like, this is yeah. Sorcery. How am I doing this? This is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm getting grainy feed. It's like cutting yep. it out, and uh, but I'm so invested in the, in the Chargers and and the Chiefs, and uh, I I just wanted to say I guess that that I kind of love Justin Herbert, um, mm -hmm. not because they won, but I I I just love watching Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert play, and uh, Tate, who I do another show with Charlotte, has um has has got me drinking the Chargers Kool Aid because I don't know if you're aware of this. Tate bought season tickets for the Chargers. You're kidding me. I didn't know he that. Really did. And he's just like he he will just text me stuff about the Chargers all the time because he's like he like loves the Chargers. That's now, what the Chargers need. They need but they but Justin and, Herbert is doing that for the Chargers. And I wanted to make this point. I guess this is the big bullet point I have. Uh this just in. Um <laughs> talking about the Chargers. There there's a sense, I can say this as a as a as a native of Los Angeles of <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. There's a sense around this city where I live, LA. Uh, mm -hmm. by the way, people I I every time I go back home to Ohio, I talk to all my friends and I I pull that on them or I'm just like where I live in Los Angeles, I've uh where I in live Hollywood? in Hollywood, where I live. Uh, they make we don't movies? have this. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have this in Hollywood. We have in Hollywood. Um in, in LA, there's a sense that the Rams, so the Rams and Chargers show up, they build SoFi Stadium, uh, and we, at the same time, though, we, we know this, um, there's a, there was a sense that the Rams would assume the Lakers role yes. in this city, and the Chargers would be the Clippers, and they're the afterthought, and nobody cares about the Chargers, and if you go to, if you watch the Chargers games on TVs, uh, on TV, it feels like half the crowd is cheering for the other team, and are there even any Chargers fans? This is hilarious. The Rams run... And I just wanted to say that um, th that that whole idea is based on nothing. Like it's 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 very stupid because the Rams were here like a thousand years ago with Eric Dickerson. Like that's why we mm -hmm. we're gonna care about the Rams more than the Chargers. What I'm saying is the reason the Lakers matter more than the the Clippers is because the Lakers won a thousand NBA titles, Charlotte, and yeah. the Clippers have never won anything. 
And I guess like there's more of a, a tie to the city of Los Angeles with the Rams. I understand that because of, a, a, again, a million years ago when they played in the Coliseum. But I just wanted to like do my part to say that the Chargers might be LA's team after all. Like the Rams think- are good. The Rams are good. They beat the Bucks. I, I understand the Rams are good. Justin Herbert is more fun. Uh, the char- I think the I think the Chargers are more fun. That's what I'm saying. As, a, as the Chargers are more fun. The Chargers also have more of an upside. Think about it. You got Matt Stafford, who's doing his swan song with the Rams right now. Yep. Sure, he's good, and like maybe this is the redemption he needs. But Justin Herbert was a rookie last year. He got his hair cut by a strength coach, which is still the yep. most baller thing I've ever heard in the NFL. <laughs> he has an incredible T-shirt tan. Mina Kimes wrote this profile of him where he was talking about. He was like, "Yeah, I really am an introvert. Like he hasn't bought anything that flashy." He's sort of like the Eli Manning school of quarterback, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. plays a little flashier and is probably better, which I can't think of a more who who's better to love than that. Like how it, it, there's no quarterback you could design to help a franchise that desperately needs fans because people forget they did play in StubHub Stadium they with did. like 20,000 people. <laughs> yeah, like they, they did. didn't have they haven't had fans and I think that Justin is so likable in such an uh, he's so unpretentious and he's also so good and now they have this beautiful stadium that people like Tate are buying season tickets yes. they're like hey I'm all in and then at the last minute he has this incredible game winner this weekend and you're just like I'm even more all in like what's yeah. not to be in on and it's just more exciting than the Rams I think and and Sean McVay overshadows whatever's going on like I could, I forget who he, like who who even coaches the Chargers. Like no one cares about who coaches the Chargers. They care about the play. They care about well, Justin we, Herbert. I I think if we didn't know, like we kind of know Niles Staley, uh, because uh, they were killing him for. But this is this is part of the reason why I love uh, the Chargers. Staley goes, uh, the, the the Chargers have, are in position to uh, kneel the football once, twice, yep. three times. I don't know how, how much time is left, uh, and then kick a field goal for the win. They have the ball first and goal. And they decide, and Justin Herbert throws oh, a fade right. yeah. oh. <laughs> for a touchdown to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. And everyone's killing the Chargers. They're saying, why right. would they do this? This is stupid. All you had to do is kneel the ball and kick the field goal at the, at the uh, you know, at the end of the game and you win. Why would you give it back to Patrick Mahomes? And then they trot out the kicker for the extra point and he misses the extra point. To <laughs> <laughs> right. You're like, maybe right. that's why. Maybe he, uh, maybe he was on to something. But, uh. They, they 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 just made ballsy decision after ballsy decision. They went for it on fourth down a handful of times, uh, if I remember right. Um, if I, I were know, a coach, some... by the way, I would always go for it on fourth down. I think I've said that before. Yeah. Every that's... single time. Always go for it on fourth down. But I get maybe – so maybe this is a beautiful marriage. Maybe this is the beginning of – but but neither but Co- neither Staley nor Herbert, like they don't overshadow each other in the way that yeah. I really do think Sean McVay sort of has a monopoly I... on the Rams – yeah, this just in. I think uh, I I think the the Rams are they, they were like preordained a little too much. It feels a little manufactured. I think the Rams come back to L.A. and it's all like this manufactured deal that like you're gonna shove down the city of L.A.'s throats and this is gonna be L.A.'s team and this is the and I think the Chargers by not having fans have have endeared themselves to at least me. I don't know about mm-hmm. the rest. I'm not, I'm not gonna speak for everyone in my city where I live, Los Angeles. Um, in your but, hometown. In my hometown, as a diehard LA guy, yeah. Um, yeah. But but I, I yeah I find myself like because you know they they play at the same time a lot and I and if this happens on a on a Sunday this season and the, the Rams and Chargers are playing, I'm going to be watching the Chargers. I, the Chargers are more fun. They they don't have that sense of like. Uh, 
Um, I, I don't know what the, like, like, the, the, I don't know. They, they, it doesn't feel like this is this is a whole preordained shoved down my throat deal. In fact, it's the opposite because part of the reason the Chargers don't have fans is because everyone in LA seems to n- not love the Chargers because the Chargers are San Diego. And right. San Diego is not LA. It's like, that's their team. You know, that was it. But then they moved to LA. So, and now everyone in San Diego that did love the Chargers hates the Chargers because they moved from San Diego to LA and they're like, LA is not us. Um, but everyone in LA still sees the Chargers and thinks of San Diego. And then it just kind of, you know, so they have no fans. But if you actually like look at it and, and you didn't pay attention to the laundry, to the, mm-hmm. the, to the uniforms, and you actually like the looked laundry. at the players, the Chargers are so much more fun. The Chargers are Hear 100% me more fun. So Hear me out. that's it. What? I just thought of, I have a hot take. The Chargers are Prince Harry and the Rams are William. Yes. And everyone yes. was like, William's the guy. William's He's gonna be the, the guy. Someday, maybe. He's going to be the yeah. king. And then Harry's like, hold on a second. I'm going to move. And you're Ooh. all still going to think of me a little bit. <laughs> As yes. this English guy, but I'm gonna become LA's dude. I'm gonna yes. get a deal with Netflix. And no, and he he wasn't preordained. There there was no weight on Harry. Harry was sort of the joke. He could do whatever he wanted. And now here comes Harry, monopolizing the media, clearly coming out on top, making yes. the palace look awful. He's unassuming. He and Justin Herbert sort of have the same vibe. I don't know. I think we saw. I think that's I think what that's it, is. it. I think that's exactly it. The Rams have some sort of entitlement to them that the Chargers don't have. And Justin Herbert is the Rams have a better player than in, or the the. I think Justin Herbert said it the opposite. I think Justin Herbert is more exciting, as good as Aaron Darnold or uh, Aaron Donald is, and 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 I don't know. The Rams are a good team. I'm not saying that yeah, the Rams. Right are not a good football team. I'm just, there's something so much more fun. Yes, Justin Herbert's the future and he's so much more exciting. And for that reason, I'm a Chargers guy. So I think, I think that's it. I think I just want to officially announce on the show that uh, I'm I'm in a recruiting battle. I don't know where my LA's loyalty should lie when it comes to these football teams. This just in. I'm picking the Chargers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're a Chargers podcast now. Uh, um, okay. Another Justin I want to talk about yep. is Justin Tucker. Yes. Who set an NFL record with a 66-yard field goal. He is a guy who doesn't miss. Like, Justin Tucker is a guy who, when he misses a field goal, which he did earlier in that game, you're sort yeah. of like, uh-oh, is the, like, is the world off its axis? And even this one... 66 yards you're like i don't know man that doesn't i don't know if that's physically possible he hits the crossbar yes. it goes in he does it this justin is <laughs> he, i mean this justin is is making himself even more of a legend i didn't think he could be i didn't think he could make himself any better than he already was and then he did this can we can we juxtapose the charger situation to the raven situation which the chargers uh they they have a a chip shot like uh, uh they, they i forget how long how far the field goal would have been to win the game um, but it, it was like, what, 20 yards or something? It was, it was something it around was, there. It would have been a 20-yard like field goal to win the 20. game. <laughs> and Brandon Staley looks at the looks around, and he's like, mm, no, kickers, I don't like them. Don't need them, don't want them, don't want to try them. No, not for me. I'm going to try to throw a fade, a goal line fade for the win, uh, and it works. Um, meanwhile, the Ravens, like, like it's it, it just it's it's crazy to me how I, I think that's what makes that's what makes Justin Tucker stick out so much is that it it's crazy that in a profession that we all think of failure when I talk about when I talk about a kicker you know lining up for a big kick the first thing that comes to most football fans minds is that one time their team blew it because their kicker missed it because this has happened to everybody we did a whole episode we on did this. a whole episode on this. And Justin Tucker is the exact opposite, and that is actually insane if you stop and think about it. That like he yeah. he for a guy for a kicker to to, to go up for a game-winning field goal, sixty. It's an NFL record 
66 yarder and i didn't think he was going to make it i was also watching this on the plane by the way they cut into yeah. this game and i was uh i'm sitting there on the plane no one else is watching i'm just like living in my own little world like looking at the headrest in front of me i'm looking around and everyone's knocked out and some guys like got his shoes off and over here classic some guys eating fish over here you know like <laughs> whatever some guys like got his mask down to his chin over here and you know he's like i thought i pulled it whatever uh and i'm locked in i'm like how is nobody watching this whatever uh and even some, even though it was an NFL record, and and the 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 circumstances said this is probably not going to go in. I was like, I think he's still going to make this, like, because this is Justin Tucker. If there's anybody else, like, there's no chance whatsoever. We just got done. So who's who's the uh, was it Matt Prater? He's on the uh, Cardinals that tried the 68 yeah. yarder. Um, he had just tried that like 30 minutes earlier, an hour earlier. I also don't. Why would you try that with anyone but Justin Tucker? Yeah, that's true. Even with Justin Tucker, yeah, it's a it's little, a little it's a little insane. But I, but I love so much. I think that that also speaks, though, to Harbaugh knowing. Like, I think that the more... I think a kicker is a very psychological position. And maybe part of this is that Justin Tucker has been told his whole life, hey, you're really good. You're going to make this. Ooh. Like, we're going to put you in positions to Great try point. to make this. And so he makes it. And maybe if you're a guy... If you're the guy in the Chargers and you're being told, like, yeah, we don't trust you for this 20-yarder, like, when you have a 34-yarder to make, like, you're just not going to make it because you don't, like, maybe you need to be so pumped up and, like, it's people telling you you're so great all the time as a kicker that you believe yeah. it. And maybe that's Justin Tucker. Maybe, I don't know. That's, that's my point. that's my take. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I'm, I mean, maybe I'm sure you're right. Kicker, I'm sure... More kickers would make it if you put them in to kick I'm sure it's a, I'm sure there's like a snowball effect that goes into it where it's like, you know, he's like, obviously that's not why he was good when he started doing this. But like at this point, he probably does walk out there and he's like, I'm Justin Tucker. I'm the shit. I'm not going to miss yeah. this. I don't miss. That's not what I, I mean, like the same with Brady, opera. the same with Tom Brady. It's like, like, you know, that like when Tom Brady is playing in a Super Bowl, that the other team is like Tom Brady knows that the other team is thinking I'm going up against Tom Brady. And that makes him more confident, which makes the other team a little less confident, which makes him more, and it just starts snowballing. Oh, Maybe yeah. there's something Mind to that. Games. Mind Justin games. Tucker was, uh, but how perfect is it that it happened to the Lions too, by the way? Like if there's one and team you had to think about to lose this way, it wasn't just the kick. It was the fourth and 19 that set mm -hmm. up the kick. It was mm -hmm. the delay of game that goes uncalled. Um, and then it's a. Uh, right. They, the, the, the Ravens, let's just start this out. The Ravens should not have been able to do that. Yes. Like they shouldn't no. have been in a position. No. That wasn't like fair. <laughs> it was. It was no. It was. It was. It, it, that was, was wrong. Like we're glad it happened, but it was wrong. It was very very stupid. But uh, I I don't think I've ever been. I like the more I think about it, the more I'm like that. That might have been. If if that happens in the Super Bowl, that might be the greatest football play of all time. That Justin Tucker hit a 66 yard field goal. Yeah. <laughs> it hits the crossbar, no, yeah. goes in. Under those circumstances, when they were facing fourth and 19, um. Insane. Absolutely insane. But it didn't happen and, in the Super Bowl, so I guess it's not. But anyway. No, but it might be one of the greatest plays of all time. And it is just cruel at this point to do this to the Lions. Like, what did who? What did the Lions ever do? Like, what deal did they make? Like, who mm -hmm. did they curse? What witch has something against mm -hmm. them? Like, and also Dan Campbell, who, you know, looks like a guy who eats raw meat for breakfast. Like, <laughs> this has got, that's got to be pretty. How do you keep up that rah-rah attitude when, like, Justin Tucker is making 66-yard field goals against yeah, you to win. I don't understand. I never understood how coaches and players don't uh, get swallowed up by the uh, the the aura around certain franchises. 
Like that was you're a Red Sox fan. I'm a Cubs fan. You remember like when the Red yeah. Sox finally broke the curse? Like all the players on that team were like, "Yeah, we don't buy into it. We don't buy." Like how could you not buy it? The I was like, the "I Cubs, buy like, into it." Are you kidding yeah, me? We're never gonna win. Yeah, as the Cubs were going on in 2016 and, and working their way towards the World Series, and it was the same thing. I was like, "Of course you buy into it. We all buy into it." What are you talking about? I don't understand how. Yeah, if you're if you're a Lions player or coach, how like that happens? You don't just take this week off. Like I would just take the week. Off. I would be like, "We're we forfeit this. Like we gotta. I need a week to just like." take a deep breath and, and remind myself that I'm coaching the lions and that no matter what I do, I'm always going to be the lions coach and it's never going to work out. Talk about know. retiring, man. Yeah. I mean, this what Dan Campbell's like, yeah, I gave it my all. I'm out. Like you have to uh, believe in it at some point. Every lions fan, like every, every lions fan was dejected that it went in, but then they're also like, of course it went in. We're the lions. That's how this happens. <laughs> like we're, like why would I why would I expect happiness in my life ever? <laughs> and the Lions fans works. are almost they're like it, it goes full full circle that they're like happy for Justin Tucker. They're like yeah, you know what? Yeah. Great kick. Yeah, we, we, it's the second we time you've done it to us. Yeah. And uh, you know what? If we you do it two more times, I guess we get a. <laughs> maybe get a, we're Ravens fans now. Yeah, Who maybe. knows? <laughs> uh, there anyway. is one more Justin though, which is less of a good Justin. This is the sad Justin, especially yeah. for you as Justin Fields' number one fan. Um, what did he have, 29 passing yards this uh, week? This just in. Um, <laughs> Matt Nagy, he's got to go. He's, yeah. I'm fired. I'm personally fired him. I, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I'm not even a Bears fan. I'm a Justin Fields fan, and mm -hmm. so I, I just want to clear up that because that's going to get more confusing as you listen to me want Aaron Rodgers to retire and Justin Fields to be great. You might think, yeah. Wait a second. No, no, no. Are you no, there? No no. no, 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 no. That's no. not what's happening here. No, no, no. I need Justin Fields to be great for personal reasons. <laughs> yes. It has nothing to do with the Chicago Bears. I don't care if the Bears <laughs> win a single game. Um, if there's a way Justin Fields can become the greatest quarterback of all time without winning a single game, that's cool with me. That's fine. I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> Mark's not. Mark doesn't. Mark's cool with that. I think it's going to be difficult for him to do that, but uh, <laughs> I, I would absolutely love that. Uh, this just in, Charlotte. Uh, I, I, the, the national media. Mm -hmm. uh, is doing a fantastic job, and I just want to applaud our co colleagues of pointing the finger at Matt Nagy. Mm -hmm. um, do not, do, do not, don't you dare blame any of this on Justin Fields. That offensive line is garbage. Uh, these these play calls are garbage. Uh, the Chicago Bears as a franchise might be garbage. That's the one thing I, I worry about is the, the Bears might just be, the stench of the Chicago Bears might just swallow Justin Fields alive. Um, and that has me worried. But, uh, I think Justin Fields is fine. I think this is actually not that bad. I think that, uh, I don't know, help me out here. You're supposed to like chime in and like make this not be awful that okay. they had 47 uh, yeah. total here, yards. So here's what, here's what I have to say. Even though Justin Fields essentially, he was sacked. Right, all right. So he had here's more the thing. sacks. He was sacked more times than he completed passes, Charlotte. Yes, he was. It was nine times, and Miles Garrett uh, oh. did a real number on him. And it's a kind. Of, that's the sort of like last year. I got so mad at the Bengals. Um, I even wrote an article called "Protect Joe Burrow." Like that's yeah. how I feel about about Justin Fields. Like protect Justin Fields. Matt Nagy's just sending him out there to get rocked every other second. Here's here's the spin zone I'm going to give you. Maybe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is actually maybe, maybe he's getting it out of the way now. Maybe get it out of the way now. Maybe uh, maybe Justin Fields loves Ohio State so much, and he's such a yeah. true Buckeye that playing back in in his the state that he loves so much, um, he thought I'm gonna make Ohio State fans happy again by losing to the Browns, oh. um, and that's all that was. Um, maybe. Okay. 
they're maybe the Bears are tanking and and Justin Fields is his galaxy brain. He's like, if we win football games, we get a worse draft pick, and then we're yeah, like yeah, not yeah. good next. Maybe you know, he's play. tanking for them to get a better offensive yes. line. Anyone yes. ever think of that? Yes, huh? that's what he's doing. If if the Bears lose every game, they're gonna get also better next maybe year. he's tanking so that Matt Nagy gets fired. Maybe he's thinking Matt Nagy gets fired. Maybe Justin maybe Fields Justin Fields won. is puppeting the entire situation. Yes, Justin Fields could have won that game. He could have. Yeah, he he simply—it's—it's it's fact. It's a fact. Yeah. I watched it. And he, chose he, he chose not for to for the good of the team and his future. Yes, because if he wins that game, Matt Nagy probably gets a contract extension after the game. There and you he's go. like, "I'm purposely going to lose this game. We're going to get a better draft pick. We're going to get a better <laughs> football coach, and uh, away we go." And next thing you know, we're going to look up and oh, God. I, I go, Do you feel better now? Did that help? <laughs> I, don't know. I, I almost. <laughs> I don't know. He'll be fine. All, the, the good news is, all of the rookie quarterbacks seem to suck. Yep, um, everyone. They all suck. So They're there's bad. that. Except Trey Lance, who got in for like one play and, and scored a touchdown. But you know, he's in. He's just in a good position because he's yeah. a coach who like maybe knows what he's doing. And Kyle yeah. Shanahan. Uh, Zach Wilson is on pace for 37 interceptions <laughs> this season. Like, what do you do if you're a Jets fan? What do you do if you're the Jets? Like, you you just point to Peyton Manning having the record already and just say like, you know, this is this is actually <laughs> forget good. That. We're actually People forget not- that. We're not mad because, like, this is actually – this just means he's the next paid man, and that's all that means. And you just find wow. that silver lighting. Wow. Um, but wow. I guess I guess the reminder here, Charlotte, is that these guys, these rookie quarterbacks that, that were drafted in the first round were drafted in the first round for a reason because they, mm-hmm. their franchises are garbage and they need help. And <laughs> they, they are re, they're turning to these guys to save their franchises. And, they're like, hey, you're 21. Can you help us? Yeah. And I guess like maybe we shouldn't be surprised. There, there have been. We always like like Justin Herbert last year was awesome. But if we remember correctly, um, Justin Herbert like wasn't drafted by the Chargers to to be the guy like right away. Tyrod no. Taylor was going to start for that team, and Tyrod Taylor wasn't bad at football. He just the 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 guy punctured his the lung. doctor punctured his <laughs> yeah. lung. Yeah, that's not on him. So for all we know, like Justin Herbert might not have even started a single game last year. And, yeah. You know, that's not to say like if he if if that's what happens then. He's not going to end up being a good or I don't know. The point is, is like every so often there's a, a rookie quarterback that plays really well. And then that becomes the new expectation that every rookie quarterback has to be just as good as that guy was. And this Justin, <laughs> not every Justin is created equal. And Justin Herbert could be good. It's not. Oh, <laughs> it's not the dog that craps the out. fastest. It's the dog <laughs> that craps the longest Charlotte and Justin Fields. Uh, he, he <laughs> You really did go back to Ohio this weekend, didn't you? <laughs> oh my god that's like a that's like a straight out of the i know that's a saying i've never that's incredible uh, yeah the one thing i will say too though is that my guy joe burrow uh he's he's playing very well so between justin uh herbert and joe burrow they're making the rookies because they were rookies last year and they yeah. somehow like powered through they're making this year's rookies yeah look real real bad um we just blame i think i think the move here is you just blame it on like external factors even if like because uh, I think you do look around at all the other rookies. Like, Mac Jones isn't great. I know, like, Patriots fans try to talk. He'll, he might be okay, but he's not. There's nothing to be – you're not excited about Mac, no. Mac Jones. Of course not. Zach Wilson no. is, like – Trevor Lawrence is throwing a – I saw he threw, like I, – I, I watched, like, five seconds of the uh, the um, Jaguars-Cardinals game, and it was just it was just in time to – this just, just, just in time. time. Uh, for the Jaguars ran a flea flicker, and, and Trevor Lawrence that just was threw the worst. a horrendous – That was the worst throw, yeah. Uh, 
so I think I think the move is if you're if you're a fan of one of these players or one of these teams, uh, these rookie quarterbacks, you you blame it on like external factors, like some macro forces at play here. Of like, mm-hmm. is COVID doing something still? <laughs> like, not, like is is there something about like the protocols of how these guys are practicing that is like throwing them? Is there something about like the NFL, the structure of the NFL as a whole in 2021? That is keeping all these guys down. You I think also that's blame it on the coach. You blame it on the coach. Yes. You blame it on the coach. You blame it on the fact that you blame it on the O line. You blame it on the yeah. somehow it's a special teams coach fault. Like you, you find there. You and, blame and it on you the rule. You blame it on you the You gotta refs. give it. Yeah, the you, refs. Oh well, the refs were awful. The, the refs, refs were, awful. were horrendous. You also have to say whenever, anytime there's a rookie meant to save the day, you have all you have to say is give it a year. Give it a year. Yeah. Give yeah. it a year. And speaking yeah. of that, I have to say one thing before Mac Jones and Tom Brady face off. Okay, Tom Brady ahead. is going back to Foxborough to play the Patriots. It is the only thing that anyone's going to be talking about this whole week. It's the only thing we're going to be talking about once it happens. Tom Brady is going to absolutely murder the Patriots with the Buccaneers. Uh, Bill Belichick gave a press conference where he was like, I'm not talking about this because I already have. And the reporter was like, <laughs> actually, it, you haven't. He had a press conference and Bill where he Belichick said, I'm not going like, to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, he, they were like, what do you, why? They were like, do you regret letting Tom go? He's like, I've already talked about this. And the reporter was like, you actually haven't. He was like, we put out a statement. He was like, well, are you, like, do you regret it? And Belichick's like, uh, we're on to Cincinnati. That's, and a, hip- I am, that's a HIPAA violation. I just, and then <laughs> And I want to say that as a Pats fan, I have gone, this emotional roller coaster over the past two years has sucked. And I have gone back and forth to be mm-hmm. mad at Tom, even though I shouldn't have ever been. And now it's just entirely Bill's fault. And I don't know, I, can't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch the game. Yeah. That's I, all I have to say. I don't weird. know if I will emotionally be able to handle it because I will be rooting for Tom. I will be hating the fact that they're winning. It'll be at Foxborough. Mac Jones will be out there doing, you know, like throwing at least four interceptions and getting rocked by the defense. I don't know. That's what I have to say. uh, All I have to say is to my fellow Patriots fans, if you can't watch, protect your mental health, do what's best for you, (laughs) self-care. There's going to be a lot of cheering uh, for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And uh, this is going to be a tough, this is going to be a tough weekend for Boston sportsmen as a whole, because I think you guys are going to get absolutely killed. We're going to get rocked. On the field and off the field in the sense of, uh, as 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 the Buccaneer as as Brady throws a touchdown to Gronk and you pan to the crowd and there's two people and patch jerseys high fiving each other, that's going to be a terrible look for for your people, Charlotte. And I it think it's going to happen. It like physically I think hurts. It's like happen. I can't. I can't. I actually can't think about Tom Brady throwing a touchdown to Rob Gronkowski in Buccaneers uniforms yeah. in Foxborough. Yeah, it's it's. Uh... Oh god. That's what that anyway. sucks too. Like if, if the Patriots were good and, and you thought the Patriots might win, it might be a little easier because you'd be like, oh, Welcome be back, Todd, but, but we also yeah. we we're we're better without you, we're fine without you, whatever. We're um, not. But you're not <laughs> <laughs> we're not. Tom is very much one he's already won the breakup and he's continuing the win that now he's just like twisting the knife, you know? It's it's almost mean. If I were Tom, I might be like, Are you sure? Like should we <laughs> this feels gratuitous. <laughs> It's like they get oh, it. Man. We get it uh, anyway. <laughs> speaking that, speaking of breakups, one the other thing I wanted to say. Speaking of mm-hmm. uh, uh, breakups and and coming together and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, there was one other development in the People Sports Podcast world that I think we got to touch on very quickly, and then we could read some yeah. emails and get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, Bryson DeChambeau mm-hmm. and Brooks Kepka mm-hmm. for a moment in time, for one single moment in time. Did not hate each other as Team USA won the Ryder Cup 
and I, I witnessed it with my own eyes. Uh, I guess I wasn't, so it wasn't my own eyes. Via <laughs> someone else's Via own someone eyes. Someone else's camera. <laughs> uh, they hugged Charlotte. These two, yeah. these two men hugged. Um, we have talked about Bryson Deschamps on the show a lot, and by we, I mean mostly me. Um, but USA won the Ryder Cup, and I just want to acknowledge that, especially because we, we talked about this too, of uh, what is it going to take in the world of sports for people to rally around patriotism again because we were talking yes. about that with the olympics and as it turns out it maybe it's the Ryder cup maybe the whole time the Ryder no, no, cup no. was staring us right in the face no what? it wasn't just the Ryder cup it was brooks and uh bryson playing together in the Ryder cup yeah the yeah. stakes were so high you had these two guys who've publicly hated each other and trolled each other as far as we know i mean who knows maybe this is all just wild performance art but the they come together for the good of the country to give Europe its worst loss yet. What was it? 19 to 9. Yeah. Yep. And Justin Thomas had one of the funniest quotes I've ever heard afterwards. He says, I think before this is all over, we should have Brooks and Bryson hug in the middle of the room. Mm -hmm. He said during the post-match news conference to prove how much of a team we are. They are going to hug. <laughs> kiss, 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 yeah. kiss. Make out, kiss, make kiss, out. Kiss. And it's just like, what? Yeah. Is that the weird, like, that's the no, weirdest? No, that's what, that's what, that's what I, I guess, like, this is why I was harping on it before the Olympics. Uh, this is what patriotism does to you in sports, Charlotte, is that um, it makes, it makes a guy like Coach K likable when he's the mm -hmm. head coach of the, the U.S. men's basketball team. And suddenly I find myself where I'm in a position to not only cheer for Coach K, but, like, I, I am spouting the same propaganda that Duke fans have spouted for so long, where I'm like, there's not a better man for the job. He he is he is going to lead our boys to gold. He knows more, but you know, and I'm I'm saying all these things because I'm so excited because he's he's representing the country. Uh, Kevin Durant was the same way. Kevin Durant led yeah. like he was he led the U.S. basketball to gold, and I don't know. Now I'm back to not liking Kevin Durant that much. So, but and, there's a time limit on this, Mark. You yeah, don't like but, Coach K. You don't like Katie. So no, no, how no. long are Bryson and Brooks like? What That's is it like question. a week or That's is it like question. two days? Is it a know. month? <laughs> Like, right, when do they go back to trolling each other? Right, right. I, they're probably already back to it. They're probably... You know what yeah. I wish? You know what I wish? I wish that when they'd hugged, Bryson had... Or, or Brooks had put a thing on Bryson's back so that said, kick, kick me. me. <laughs> That's all... That would have been... That would have been too good. just reached back and just gave him a big wedge in. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think it. they actually hate each other. Like, I think that's no. the... I don't know. We, well, we don't need to, We don't need to talk about it. But I think I, I think that hey, is Bryce a little and bit Brooks, of performance. Hey, Bryce Brooks, come on art. the show. Yeah, I think I think if you ask Brooks, how much do you hate Bryce? Well, you'd say he hates him a lot. But I think ultimately, it's it's less that he hates Bryson, and it's what he hate, he hates that what Bryson stands for. That's my mm -hmm. theory. There's the He's difference. also He's in. Like, they're both. Hate... It doesn't matter what they feel now. They're both in too deep. Yeah, yeah. They could be best in, friends, yeah. and they'd be like, "Oh shit, sorry, I got to post something mean yes. about you," and they'd be like, "All right." So I, I think it. I think ultimately when you see another human being wear the same red, white, and blue outfit that you have on, and there's a trophy that you're both holding up, I think you're just like, what am I doing here? This is stupid. you make out. This is and you yeah. You just and then you make out. And, and then they kiss. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all, right. all right, let's do one email here because uh, we got to get out. But I'm gonna pick um, I'm gonna pick the best one. Pick the um, best one. Not no bad emails, please. Here it is. This is a callback. This is a callback to uh, Rosenbaum, which is our Yosemite Sam origin story. It's from Daniel T. He says, Hi, Charlotte and Mark. I wouldn't say the curse sponsored by Dos Equis is over yet. The home teams are now 1-2 and two as of this writing, Wednesday. Oklahoma did not cover the spread either, so you two can't get off the hook that easy. You two were on to something, talking about what are Texas and Oklahoma. <laughs> Geographically and culturally, Texas is its own thing, and Oklahoma is Texas's hat. Which brings me back to Yosemite Sam. 
Sam yeah. seems like he'd fit in with the Texas Oklahoma aesthetic. He's not a coastal person. He's too wild to be from the Midwest or the Pacific Northwest. He's mm-hmm. a touch of the old South, for better or worse, like Texas and Oklahoma. If Sam were dropped into 2021, which college would be the best fit for him? Mm. Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, or a wild card like TCU, Baylor, SMU, Colby, Ohio State. Thanks as always, Daniel. I think it's got to be Texas Tech. That's the one that comes to mind immediately because their their nickname is the, red. the Red Raiders, and I just feel like it 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 just works. But um, this is a great point. I, I I'm trying to you know you know where I'm going with this. I'm closing my eyes. I'm picturing the back of a semi truck, the mud flaps, <laughs> and Yosemite Sam is shooting guns, and it says back off. And then there's a college logo right above it or right below it. And what is that college logo? I do see Longhorns. I do. I was going to say, it's Texas. I see the Longhorn logo. I don't know know if I see the TT. It's his mustache. The Longhorn logo looks like his mustache. That's what it is. I think think that Yosemite Sam is a UT guy. I think the, the reason Texas Tech comes to mind is because I'm pretty sure Texas Tech's mascot is basically Yosemite Sam. Google that real quick. I'm, I'm yeah, going to do okay. the same. I, I'm pretty Raiders, sure. Raiders, isn't it? Texas like, Tech Red Raiders. But I'm pretty sure it's like it is just Yosemite Sam. And I don't know if that makes it better or worse. I got to go to images here. Like Let's that, check that, this out. That, might make it a, that might make it the obvious fit, but it also might be like. Ah! No, well, their new their new logo they got like they got like twenty twenty one ified. Their new logo is like a slick guy on a horse, but yeah, it basically is Yosemite Sam. Um, Texas Tech though Texas feels Tech mascot? a little. Do you see this? I mean, I'm only seeing. So go no. Google Google Texas Tech mascot right now. Oh, okay, Texas Tech. Just Google mascot. How am I so bad at googling stuff? Texas Tech mascot. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yosemite <laughs> Sam. That's your Sam. Also, you know what? I think it's Texas Tech because Texas Tech feels way more chaotic than any of the other yeah. schools for some reason. Like I don't yeah. have anything to back that up. I just think I think Texas Tech and I think chaos. That's and I true. think Yosemite Sam and I think chaos. I think it's so it, it's similar to what we were saying about the Rams and Chargers. Texas is the Rams. There's like this this aura, this sense of entitlement, or like the, the the sense of like we represent something. We are this. And Texas Tech is just a loose cannon off to the side yeah. that like is is chaos, as you said. So yes. I, I, I so think we it, solved it. I think you that did might it. be yeah. But Texas it's, Tech. <laughs> anyway, congrats to Sam on graduating from college. <laughs> there's literally just Yosemite Sam. I mean, literally, I'm the, up, I'm, yeah. I'm on page four of these results, and I'm just like, <laughs> I, I, my mind is the picture of Yosemite Sam and whoever this guy is are just merging together. And all I guy. see is one of this. I clicked on one where he's holding two guns up in the air, standing in the middle of the field, looking up to the heavens. Yeah, put that That's on. A, put that on my flip. Uh, hey, by the way, last thought. Um, the yeah. curse. I, I had someone point this out to me. Uh, what if? And hear me out on this one. Mm-hmm. The curse was not ours ever. It's never been a people sports podcast curse. It has been a big noon kickoff curse, and we were just along for the ride for the first three oh. weeks because we take one week off. They go to the Notre Dame Wisconsin game. Wisconsin is favorite. Home team. In, well, I, th- I think home- Notre, Dame was tech- Notre Dame was technically the home team. I thought team. Wisconsin but was the home team because that's why. The- Wisconsin okay. was favored in the game, and they got destroyed by Notre Dame. So I got to say, too, I got to say, too, that uh, I-, I love and respect our colleagues here at Fox and whoever's making these decisions. I hope you continue to sign my paychecks and that they keep coming on time. But whoever is is deciding that we have to invest as a company in Wisconsin football, I mean, like, can we pull the plug on that? 
Like what the we've <laughs> Big Noon has been to two. There's been four weeks of college football. We've done two Wisconsin games. Wisconsin's a bad football team. What are we doing? And I know we're gonna do more. They play. I'm pretty sure they play Michigan. We're, they're, they're probably going back again. I, I, I'm worried. I'm worried about. We just our, gotta our believe, Mark. We gotta believe. We gotta keep that torch lit. We gotta. We gotta hold out the Graham Mertz will someday not fumble the ball. It's not a. It's not a curse at all. It's just Wisconsin. Like ultimately, it's that's Wisconsin. what it is. It's just Wisconsin. It's there like it this is. isn't a curse. It's Wisconsin. It's the right. the curse is Wisconsin and. <laughs> There it is. Maybe Ohio State that one week, but mostly Wisconsin. Well, we'll see what happens this weekend. <laughs> All right, that's it. All see right. you, everybody. Bye, guys.